Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Merry Christmas. You're Merry Christmas? I am. Of course okay. she is. Or also or also Jenny sometimes. But really sometimes. Christmas. We're just gonna call you Mary. Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Katie almost died. I did. I did. Oh well, that is that is okay. Um, let's get right into the show tonight. We're going to talk about Mulan. We're going to talk about uh, Christmas, obviously, uh, Earth to Ned, and also The Sims, the Star Wars uh, extravaganza for The Sims. Uh, is that close enough? It's a really long title, so yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember it all without looking at the notes. So um, feel free to hop into the comments and comment on our conversation as we go through. And we might try to throw some of these up. We are glad you're all joining us tonight. And uh, let's get right into this and start with Mulan, which arrived on Disney Plus for premiere access of only $29.99 on uh, Friday morning. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, Friday morning. And uh, you can now watch it for $29.99, but we have watched it. So uh, first thoughts, uh, big picture, what did you think of the movie? Jenny, go first. <gasps> I know, I thought I would mix things up because Christmas. I was giving Christmas? you a Christmas Thank you. miracle. It's my Christmas present. Um, I thought it was beautiful. I thought there were so many interesting elements that were just very visually stunning, and I appreciated that. I liked... Can I ask a question? No. Did you play the game of what was filmed in China and what was filmed in New Zealand as you were watching it? No. Because it was filmed in two places, those two places, and I definitely was playing that both times I watched it. Anyway, keep going. Um, I enjoyed the the battle scenes and like the action, the really like actiony scenes. Like I, I really like action movies. <laughs> It's fun to watch action movies with Jenny because because she I make um, a lot of weird noises. Yes, that was a good way of putting it. Uh, that's a nice way of saying it. And um, I liked the subtle nods to the cartoon version. Cool. So like for characters that were missing and for cameos and like fun things. Awesome. Katie, what did you think? I didn't like it as much as I wanted to which is very sad to admit. Um, but I think that my problem is that I don't like action movies a lot. Um, and in the cartoon version, it's very like fun and cartoony. Um, but this one was like a real live action film. Uh, I did love the music a lot. We just talked about Jenny's just said something about the nods to the animated version. That was one of my favorite things was the musical nods to the, uh, original Mulan. Like I thought that was beautiful. The score is gorgeous. Cool. Um, do you think it would have been better to watch in the theaters than on the small screen? Yes. Yeah. I a hundred just for like the sound. I wanted it. I wanted so much of the soundtrack in the background to be louder. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and to go with what you were saying, Jenny, with the visuals is I just, there was many times throughout the, the movie where I was just like, I have a nice TV, but this isn't this isn't nearly enough for what they're showing us. And I can see why it was probably a really hard decision to make, because it really was a like there are so many beautiful scenes and vistas and all sorts of stuff. Like even the architecture was super cool. And um, like from the small village to 
the big city, like there were a lot of really cool visual things. And I almost wanted it to be bigger just to be able to catch more of the details. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it would have been much better on the big screen. Um, what was your, uh, what was your favorite part about the movie in general? And what did you feel like was the weakest part of the movie in general? I know. Tough questions. Uh, I, I will say that I agree with Jenny that I think that the cinematography of the film was gorgeous. I think that there was so many, uh, gorgeous like landscape shots and I think that the colors were beautiful um I think that that it was just a visually stunning film Mm -hmm. like and we saw that in trailers but it was very nice to like just look at it and appreciate the art of it because cinematography is a major art you can't just point a camera at things and hope it looks good (laughs) I know we've been doing it all wrong um now we know (laughs) now we know um i don't know what the weakest part is um can i tell you I, what i think the weakest part was, I was, like, I oh, I was gonna... <laughs> well i just I, think, I have a hunch but go ahead i think that some of the acting was a little bit stiff um it wasn't a hundred percent there and also i already said i don't like action scenes that much so okay jenny what did you think I was going to say the weakest part was clearly that there was no singing. Um, (laughs) You know, what are we to do if there's, you know, not singing? Like, we have so much emotion. Why do we sing in musicals, right? Like, this is what we talk about in my college classes. Why do you sing? Mm -hmm. Because, like, words are not enough. You have to sing about it. Yep. Um, But, I mean, yeah, I think I already said my favorite part was just it was so pretty. Like, it was just beautiful in so many so many different ways like not just like the big like sweeping um uh like landscape scenes but like also just in like the little subtleties of like like getting Mulan ready you know like yeah. all the makeup like that it's like really yeah. fun like I like yeah. stuff like that the little details that was really impressive um so I I agree with you all on on your strengths I actually think their biggest weakness was probably the first 20 minutes of the show, the pacing felt slow to me. And and I was trying to decide if that was a choice that was made because it was like as the the movie gets more, um, like as more develops in the movie, um, it seemed like it sped up progressively also. Or if that was just a, like, that's just how this part of the story uh, worked. And, and so I thought the beginning up until she goes off, I thought was was kind of, I was like, it wasn't, it wasn't super slow pacing. It just felt like it was kind of like not quite there. And, and my ultimate slow or my ultimate uh, um, complaint was the CGI chicken. Um, because we know how much I love CGI effects. And I was like, I grew up raising chickens and I have never seen a chicken be able to do anything remotely like that. So, um, and believe me, my brother and I tried, uh, anyway, maybe you didn't feed your chickens the correct things. Maybe not. Maybe that, maybe that was it. Um, I, I think Jenny hit on something with the music. Um, that was different, obviously with no, no music, no Mushu, um, and 
I actually kind of reconciled myself to the lack of the songs of they were telling a different story. Like it's the same major plot points, but I was like, it wouldn't have felt nearly as um, actiony, I guess you could say, if they started no. singing and dancing around the the battle scene. And um, I did find it funny they used a few of the phrases from the music. That's what I liked, though. I, they were I like, "How like can that. we make this not sound sing songy?" But we're gonna nod it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what was the line from "Be a Man" that they snuck in? Oh, I'm I not don't gonna remember what it was it right now, but it's definitely yeah. But um, yeah, there I was stuff from was "Girl fun. Worth Fighting For." There was. <laughs> Yeah, and Little I thought nods, they did a nice yeah. job with the soundtrack, but I think the original soundtrack is miles stronger, like the score. Um, part of it, you just can't beat Jerry Goldsmith. Like, he's one of the best, I think. And um, this this one was fine. Like, there was nothing wrong with it, but uh, um, but I thought the other original was better. Would you agree with that? Disagree? I agree. I mean, it's, like you said, it's Jerry Goldsmith. It's really hard to beat that uh to jump into a conversation that happened a minute ago but i couldn't get a word in uh i did not like when they took the lyrics and put them into lines uh there was a couple like the girl with worth fighting for scene i thought that worked oh that was specifically the make a man the i'll make a man out of you scene i felt like it was very much like trying to train himself to not say it in the song and it just felt super awkward yeah that one was funny like uh, I'm trying not to sit. And so because he was trying not to sing, it sounded clunkier. Uh, but the girl worth fighting for scene around the table. Splendid. I thought that worked perfectly. I was like, oh, this is super fun. Um, but yeah, no music. No, yeah. I completely, yeah, I think completely agree. Um, I like the ending better for this one too. Like I thought it was more fulfilling than the yeah. animated in some regards, uh, mainly because, it, it was Mulan standing alone as Mulan. And I thought that was a very strong position to put her in. And, and so I thought that was a good choice. Um, but really at the end of the day, this is a movie that's all about um, finding out who you are and then building on that. And um, we weren't the only ones to watch Mulan this weekend though. And our, our good friend, Ted, um, more formally known as uh, major Ted Wardian minor, um, literally was hitting me all week because he wanted to uh, give his opinions musically or his thoughts, I guess, musically um, from what came out of Mulan. I don't know that he was successful, but we did need a musical number because Jenny would like a musical number in every show, if at all possible. So um, I'm just going to get out of the way. And uh, here's Ted. Still will not ever fly. Oh, 
that bird I see staring straight back at me. Why is my reflection still afloat? This bird somehow I cannot hide who I am though I've tried. When will my reflection show a penguin who can fly? When will my reflection show a penguin who can fly? Well, at least I could wish, couldn't I? I mean, Mulan got her own song, so why not me? Maybe something else, too. To you, Mr. Daps. I hope you like my song. <laughs> At least Jenny liked it. I was, laughing. I was laughing the entire time, and I feel we like we really, we really need a Jenny cam while we're we're watching <laughs> musical numbers. Because uh, what you guys can't see is I can see all cameras all the time, so they're watching Ted. And I can see Ted on the main screen and in the monitors. I'm like, oh, there's Katie and Jenny dying laughing. And it's great. Um, it makes for so much better. Uh, Bailey's asking why. So calm. Is he OK? No, I think he's depressed. Like, to be completely honest, like, I, I think he's realizing that he doesn't know what kind of a penguin he is and he can't fly. So um, there's a lot of question marks going through this guy's head. I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's your musical member, Jenny. Beautiful. I hope you're happy. I love Dick. Every I... week. <laughs> every week. Um, every week. New puppet. Every week. I list. <laughs> New puppet every week. We might have to expand our yeah. cast. Well, no, no, no. You can like recycle like puppets, but like I don't oh. want to see another number next week. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we should like reach out to Adam or yeah, something. Yeah. I would like to see Adam. Yes. I don't know if we want to deal with uh, Adam. Um, we could do, we could, yeah, we could invite him on to do another Adam Ooh. doesn't understand though. Cause we could, we could explain, I don't know, anything to him. Cause he hasn't figured out much of anything, but, um, if you'd like to see another Adam doesn't understand, let us know in the comments what you would like to see Adam learn about. And maybe we will make that happen. All right, let's move on to earth to Ned. Uh, that came out this last week on Disney plus as well. I'm changing the orders up a little bit, but, um, there's an order. <laughs> yeah, shocking, I know. Uh, Katie and I had the unique opportunity ahead of this show arriving on Disney Plus to talk to the people who made it. So on Wednesday, I was able to speak to the executive producers for the show, including Brian Henson. And on Thursday, Katie spoke with the puppeteers, including... Oh, they a lot of... They have hard names. Paul Sorry. Uh, Paul Rugg, yes. That's, that's the main, I feel like. You, you picked the, the main one. Yeah, I was going to say what they puppeteered, but... Oh, yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah, I got to talk to the uh, puppeteers behind uh, Ned, Cornelius, and Betty. And I think both interviews were sensational, uh, to say the least. Um, I am still geeking out over the fact that I got to have a conversation with Brian Henson, the son of Jim Henson, which uh, is probably on the bucket list of things that I've always wanted to do. And... Um, 
And no, we do not have 52 different puppets here at Geeks Corner or at Daps. But there um, should be. <laughs> there should be. That's true. Um, so in my uh, conversation with Brian Henson and the executive producers, um, the conversation was really kind of uh, development, what went into making the show, making the set, um, ideas that didn't necessarily happening or happen like going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge um, with puppets, which would be super cool and I hope happens someday. And then Katie got to see kind of more of the practical end of things of like, these are the characters and exactly how they came to life. And uh, what would you say real quickly, Katie, was your big takeaway from your interview? Um, that they all actually liked each other. And that seems kind of like a no-brainer. And that seems like, you know, something people have to say. But they even said, you know, this isn't your experience everywhere you go, especially in Hollywood. Uh, and they all just had a ton of fun. Uh, and that was, it shows through in the show and it showed through in the interview. And I would actually echo that, but slightly change it is, um, I walked away from my interview thinking, wow, they just, yes, had a show or did a show that they had fun making, but they made a show that they wanted to watch. Like it was all about, it's kind of like what we do on, on podcasts and, and uh, YouTube and dApps. Like at the end of the day, we make content that we want to consume and that's really why we do it. So yes, we like to watch puppets sing weird songs and we like to see people do random things in black and white and you never know. Um, we've got lots of things coming up as the year continues on. Um, everyone start mailing puppets so we can have more puppets. See? That would be that would be pretty funny. I don't know if they'd fit in our P.O. box, but you never know. It is a good idea. Um, they will. We actually they have will. this idea. Can I say this idea, Katie? So, oh, yay, 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 yay. So we had this crazy idea that maybe I don't know if it's now or when we're after all of this quarantine thing. But wouldn't it be fun if the three of us and Jenny doesn't know this. So surprise, Jenny, um, we found a few different tutorials on how to make your own puppet. Wouldn't it be hilarious to watch us attempt to make our own puppets? Each of us. One, two, three. Oh, it's um, going to be so bad. I know. Like It'll be ridiculous. I bet people would like it. I want to make a monster puppet. I think that would be really fun. You guys don't want to make monster puppets? Uh, I I don't know what type of puppet I want to make. Because I sent you... A, a dinosaur, let's be real. Okay. I, I think that makes... I think It'd we be a Christmas dinosaur, clearly. See, that'd be perfect. Um, yeah, that would be, that would be really fun. Uh... So anyway, uh, I, I think it was just going back to Earth to Ned. It was really about fun, making a show that they would enjoy watching and making. And um, the fact that they got to do it with Disney was just frosting on the top. And they were able to to do a whole lot more than maybe if they just done it by themselves because the budget just got increased more and more. And you see that in the set and some of the, the stuff that they were able to do because of it. And, uh, and the show's a lot of fun. We're not going to get into it too much tonight, um, but uh, we all have, well, two of us have watched it. Sorry, Jenny. And, um, and we liked it. Like it's, I actually, I think it's one of the more fun shows that were, uh, that was put out this, this summer. And uh, Katie, do you have anything else to add on Earth tonight? I'm excited to watch more. Cool. Let's move on to Christmas. Christmas! Christmas! 
Okay, I was like, somebody's going to do it. Um, So anyway, uh, they announced today the plans for Walt Disney World's Christmas. And uh, they're a little bit different this year. There's not any lights on the castle because they're going to use projections. There's no uh, Christmas parties. There's no candlelight processional. Um, There are cavalcades. There are uh, characters to see. And Santa will be around and food and decorations and things like that. Um, and there's going to be snow falling in Disney Springs, they've announced already. So that makes me think that there will probably be snow maybe at least in Magic Kingdom as well. Um, my my big takeaway from the whole thing was like, oh, they're going to be open later soon. Because you can't have projections on the castle if it's still light out. <laughs> True. Um, but uh, what did you guys think of the Christmas things that we know uh, for Walt Disney World so far. I think it's sad that there will be no lights on the castle. Mm-hmm. It totally makes sense. Uh, don't get me wrong. Do you think they're going to keep like projections on all night and then like do a show on them so it looks like it's decorated? Well, they said they were going to do rotating projections mm-hmm. so yeah. that there's some projections that make it look like a little cozy Christmas sweater. There's some projections that are ornaments. And so I think that they're just going to have a whole host of like... Uh, projections throughout the night that it's not ever one consistent thing but it won't be like it won't be like regular castle and then christmas castle it'll just be christmas castle with different projections all night you think i think it'll be christmas castle i do too um just because that's a unique experience to have at night um and if there's no lights put a sweater on it that's what i always say i put a sweater on my tree I did not include it. No but and you said sweater. No lights, so. You said sweater on the castle, and I immediately started thinking of when they made it into the giant cake thing. Um, I mean, so here's also, the thing. Twenty yeah. fifth, is that right? So yeah, that was the twenty fifth. Next year is the fiftieth. Next year is my twenty fifth. So we're gonna dress I, you up as a cake. I want a birthday cake castle. Can, we, can I have a birthday cake castle-themed party next year? So I think Jenny and I could together create a birthday cake castle, and we'll make a video of us creating said castle. It's going to be it, so good. I think it works out really well that my 25th is Walt Disney World's 50th. I think that's perfect. So, so do I have to call you Katie Bear <laughs> Castle Hair? Katie oh, yeah. Bear birthday cake castle bear. Birthday cake castle hair. What? The <laughs> <laughs> long hashtag. Exactly. I'll yeah, you know. Um, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, so, was there anything in there that surprised you really of the announcements today? I'm excited that, like, not just regular characters will get to go in the cavalcades because, like, it's like my dream to see like gingerbread marching down the street. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. I love gingerbread and I think they're so cute and I would be here for that. Just <laughs> marching that cookies, right? Like occasionally twirling or something. And then I would need them. See, this is the problem with gingerbread is they tease you with it, but they have to have it accessible as well, as we know from Haunted Mansion Holiday. I was going to say, hey, can I make a prediction? I don't think they'll have it at the end of Haunted Mansion this year. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I don't think we're going to get a Haunted I don't know if we're going to get a holiday. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. 
Here's my question is when Disneyland reopens, do you think Haunted Mansion reopens? Because all of the other Haunted Mansions have a hallway you can walk through and the the stretching room is different at Disneyland, which could cause complications for uh, getting enough guests through and social distancing. I'm wondering if it, it's part of the phase reopening that either it's just going to be really, really slow, in which case they probably want to keep it with traditional or it's not open at all. Yeah, I would think it would be part of a phased reopening. So, yes, um, it's open or it's like, no, not open. How many groups yeah. you could put in there in each elevator? I, I didn't think about it until um, I was posting the Disneyland Paris article about what it looks like now um, from Desiree's pictures. And I saw what they did with their stretching room and the tape marks on the floor. And it was like, oh, that's not a lot of people. And and it's a I think it's the same size. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, what do you make predictions for Christmas at Disneyland now this year with the assumption that maybe it will be open? I will go out on a limb and I do think that Disneyland might be reopened around Christmas time. Um, just with the way that things have moved forward. Sure. I am going to go out on the limb and this is not me being the news. I'm just thinking in my personal opinion, it could be open around Christmas time. I think we will see something similar. I think that we'll see cavalcades. Maybe I don't know that we would see the toy soldiers with the Disneyland band. Cause I think that we just don't have as much space. Um, but I think I don't know that downtown Disney would get snowfall. I also don't think we're going to see candlelight processional. Not a chance. I'll go out on a limb and say that. I would be shocked. Um, I mean, if we couldn't film College Band, we won't be able to film candlelight. It seems like that's the the trend for the year. Is like the things we really love to shoot are going to. But can you picture like the Christmas tree with like one care like singer like per <laughs> row? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like- they could use projections or something. Yeah, no, but I just think it would be funny that like just that one actual singer, but they're all staggered yeah. like this. I, I would love if they did a virtual candlelight. Like, you know, like I, I don't or even pulled from previous years or something. Um, I, I don't know that they filmed every year. I know we did, but. Um, so should we let Disney like- know that we're available to do a best of candlelight for like the last 10 years? They're going to say. Candlelight Processional 2020 presented by Daps Magic. <laughs> that would be amazing. Jenny, um, would you like to <laughs> joke real quick since you laughed? Why is it so clean around the North Pole? Because of all the sanitizer things. I'm going to say that joke tomorrow in class. Thank you, Best Man 101. <laughs> to, my, to my college kids. Thank you so like, much. I like that, that you gained an accent. Yeah, that was very well. It was a very serious so joke. Oh, so clean. Yes, that's that why my clean. accent is one third Julie Andrews. There <laughs> sure. we go. I wonder who's going to be the like global ambassador for the fiftieth of Walt Disney World if they have one. Katie. The global. No, it's going to be Katie. Oh, it's me. Yeah, yeah because I'm going to be the birthday cake castle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're going to say, well, and and my hair is kind of birthday cake castle colors, assuming I have the same hair and I don't have a mental breakdown in a year. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Um, but yeah, no, I'm the global ambassador of the 50th. Yeah. We just have to put sparkles in your hair. Okay. Yeah. So we don't, we don't have a clue. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I really... I feel like, what if they did Julie Andrews again? <laughs> no, yeah. but she's R. I, I, like, she's, I don't, she's I don't want to share her with Walt Disney World. Yeah, I, I agree. Walt Disney agree. World can have somebody else. Chalky <laughs> is saying it should be Bob Iger. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. He retires someone. in the... Or is it one more year? Oh, I've got it. Who? Hello. I'm Michael Eisner. There we go. There you go. That would be pretty funny. Michael Eisner. All right. Well, there is a new expansion pack for The Sims, and Katie played it today. Tell us about it, Katie. So, first of all, I really love The Sims. Uh, I've actually encountered a surprising amount of people who have told me I've never played The Sims. Um, Really? I thought everybody played The Sims. I thought that everyone had played The Sims as well. Even I've played The Sims. I've encountered. I wasn't allowed to play video games. Like we, um, it wasn't games. counted as a video game when I was a kid. I have encountered so many people that have told me that they've never played The Sims. And they're like, huh. hey, do you think this is something I would like? And I'm like, do you like um, living life, but virtually? Um, do you like Star Wars? Yes. I have played all of The Sims games and I've played them all since Sims 2 released. Because um, I have a problem. Yeah, I haven't um, made it that far. Oh, no, I've played them all. I've dedicated too much time. I actually have. I've had Sims 4 on this laptop with a few expansions, but I don't let myself play it that often because it will drain all my time because I just go, where did the hours go? So they announced this Batu pack and I went, oh, no, where'd all my hours go? Um, So I really love it. It is an expansion pack where you get to explore the world of Batu, which is the world in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And it feels, uh, this is going to sound really dumb. It sounds, it feels eerily similar when you're exploring it. You're like, oh, I know my way around here because you've been there in real life. But it's the proper dimensions that it would be if Batu was a real planet. It's like everything is much more spaced out. And um, the stairway to the Falcon is actually a giant ramp. And I was like, the Falcon is there. Yeah, the Falcon's there. Does it leave or does it stay there? Uh, It does stay there, but I know that there is a mission um, where you can fly. Yes, but you have to get, you have to rank up. Oh, so it's like you you rank up and then eventually you get to go on Smuggler's Run. Yeah, so you can rank up. um, And the way I said it is that this is everything that the land promised it would be. All of your actions have consequences. Who you talk to has consequences. What you do has consequences. Um, So obviously I'm playing a resistance character. I'm ranking my way up in the resistance. I've talked to Vimerati. She's given me a few missions. Um, So I've been working on that. Um, I've hacked some first order panels. I'm currently trying to repair an X-Wing. And when I repair it, I will get to fly it. Did you eat a Ronto wrap? No, but I did eat the... um, Can you... Roll. You can go to Docking Bay Seven. Oh, okay, but they don't have. I don't. Ronto I haven't roasters. gone in that direction. I don't uh, think you can because that's too close to. Because in the game, Resistance Encampment, First Order, and Black Spire Outpost are three separate places. That makes sense. Um, um, also, to blow Steven's mind, I was also alive when the first Sims was released. I what? remember that one. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think that's a lie. Two thousand. <laughs> So I, was huh. I thought it was further back. Interesting. Very yeah, interesting. I looked that up today. 
Um, so there are droids. Cool. Yeah, I haven't built one yet because you have to have spare parts and the money. And I haven't built a lightsaber yet either, but you can go to Savi's and request scrap metal to build a lightsaber. And I was gifted a kyber crystal because of one of my missions. Um, so basically, it's really filling the void that not being able to get a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has left. Uh, the void left by the void not being downtown uh, Disney anymore. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> With that terribly disappointing joke uh katie what should people do before we say goodnight you should go to dapsmagic.com there we post all the disney and geek news as it happens you can subscribe to our mailing list and you could find our patreon jenny what else should they do um you should follow us on twitter at the geeks corner or instagram at geeks corner a little less fancy but also kind of silly because tomorrow's wacky wednesday and who knows what these two people are gonna say we never know also make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel as we've got lots of videos going up including disney this day with disney facts literally every day murray also is continuing to post more videos from his trip to walt disney world including he just did spaceship earth which was one of my favorites in 4k very cool but that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. <laughs>